What's up, world? We back. This is the Halfway Humble Podcast. I'm Jay Stamps. And I'm Jay. And we back at it again. Episode what, Jay? Which, which episode is this? We on 38. 38? 38 special? Yeah. All right. Yes, sir. Episode 38. How's your week going, man? My week is cool. No, no complaints. Just... Same old, same old, keeping it pushing. How about yourself? Uh, it's been a long week. It's been a long week already. I, you know, it's it's always a it, it always feels like the week starts off like, oh, this might be a it might not be as bad, but then it's like, you know, n- numerous things going on. We had the um what is it, Super Tuesday, the election thing. So we had that going on. So the kids were out and then I tried to get a little extra sleep that day and then we have a tornado that hits nashville so yeah that kind of threw me off a a whole lot so yeah um thankfully everybody that i know was safe same um but uh yeah east nashville north nashville got hit pretty bad so um you know throw some prayers go out to those those families yeah cookville lebanon. who else yeah lebanon yeah. and hendersonville mount julie yeah but yeah prayers out like jay said prayers out to everybody um if they whether they experience loss or just uh having to rebuild based on the damage of the tornado and you know everything else man um prayers go out to everybody and um yeah for sure yeah, that sucks, man. Like, you know, I, I do like the the one positive thing that I've seen come out of it so far. It's just how everybody's kind of like banding together. And, yeah, you yeah. know, and, you know, looking out for everybody, showing, you know, trying to help out. I think that's dope. So that, that just kind of shows uh, the type of people that, you know, Nashville, um, the type of people that Nashville are that, that, that represent Nashville. They're good people, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, we had a um, had a lot of businesses and stuff come together to offer free food and supplies and and stuff like that for those who who needed it um, that were affected by the, the the tornado. So yeah, I mean that was definitely good to see. It's always good to see. Yeah, in, in times no, like this. So no, definitely, definitely. So yeah, I, I yeah, just prayers again, man. That that really threw me off though, because it was one of those things like. You know, I wasn't, I really wasn't expecting that because normally I'm up early. And so I was aware of there was going to be some type of storm. Um, and, but you know, I, the wet storm, like normally storm weather, I don't know about you, but storm weather puts me to sleep. Like I just sleep better when I hear that rain. Like it, it, it doesn't keep me up. I was knocked out and, um, mm-hmm. I knew the kids didn't have to get up for school that day due to the, you know, the primaries. And so I didn't set my alarm like I normally do to get up early. So then I was getting a couple of texts and messages like asking, am I good? And I didn't really know what was going on. I'm like waking up and I was like, am I good? You know, then I'm like, okay, I, I seen something on, on you know, on um, Instagram. And then I'm like, let me look on, let me check the TV out. And I turn on my TV and I see all this stuff like the destruction of what the tornado did. And I was like, I was tripping. I didn't know all of that was right. going on, man. And I think I yeah. called and checked on you shortly after that. Like, I hit you up and, you know, make sure you was good. You didn't get blown away over there. And after that. Yeah. Um, 
luckily the the south side of Nashville mm-hmm. did not get hit at all. Um, I barely got any rain over here. Like yeah, in my you area, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get anything. I didn't get anything. It it, it might have been a drizzle over here, but that was that was it. So, yeah. like I said, a lot of a lot of other people wasn't so lucky. Um, yeah. Like I said, luckily, everybody that I know that I checked on, friends, family, acquaintances, everybody was fine. So that was that was the the good thing about it. Um, unfortunately, we did have casualties. Yeah. Um, so you know, again, thoughts and prayers out, go out to those families and um, everybody else that that may have lost their homes or or businesses and stuff like that. For sure. For sure. Yeah, so we, we're gonna. This is gonna be a hard transition, but we're gonna go ahead and transition to the topic tonight. Um, I felt like since it's March and we in that season, good old tax season, where everybody's making it rain at least for the next month or so. Was this the fifth? We everybody's good. Everybody's balling out for the next month. You know what I'm saying? So. I wanted to. <laughs> hey man, they balling out. You gonna see some cars about to be bought. They gonna pay off some stuff just to get more debt. They stuff stuff about to pop off, man. But yeah. I'm trying to go ahead, go ahead. What are you gonna say? Yeah, no, no, I'm saying, man. You know, you might see a couple people buy some helicopters or something <laughs> like that. You flying around Nashville. <laughs> yeah, you definitely gonna see some new some new cars, some new toys come pull up. So. Yeah. I just wanted to take. <laughs> I already know you over there. <laughs> hey, man. Some... <laughs> you go see some rare, expensive Jordans being worn. Oh, yeah. You got some off whites. Go see some off white. couple yeah. pairs of off white Jordans. Off white. You go see some Jordans. Jordan, even they, he ain't even know he was releasing. You right, know. you go see some Gucci J's, some Dior. The Dior J's don't come out. Dior too. J's, they don't come out to God knows when. You're right, you go yeah, see they... somebody walking, walking around and they <laughs> pay thirty thousand dollars. Oh yeah, on site. Now that's that's gonna be it. So um, I wanted to. Me and Jay were, you know, we had kind of touched on it. We were in talking uh, prior to us recording. I just kind of reached out to him and I said, "Man, I think we need to talk about." uh the tax the the tax refund and and what ways we could you could we could best service you guys by giving you he can give you guys some info so he's the resident guru uh on our you know on our here at halfway humble he's the resident money guy so i really wanted to get his outlook on what we um we as folks getting a refund should do to try to keep ourselves on the up and up after the March madness is over. No pun intended of you getting that tax refund and uh, not just blowing it in a week. Cause what I've been able to find, what I've came to under, what I have come to understand is like, and, and Jake and Jay will attest to this too. You remember you used to think that a thousand dollars was a lot of money, and then you don't realize how fast money goes. Like the older you get, it's like money goes faster. Like it's not what it used to be as far as what you would think it is. Like you think you got a thousand dollars on you, you're like, oh man, I got a little bread on me. But you go pay a bill here, pay a bill here, 
you got another fifty dollars here. You taking the family out another sixty dollars. That's another hundred, and and the money just goes. And so yeah, in the week that's gone. Yeah, easily. I did. I remember one time, and we'll get into it. But I remember one time I had got a refund, Jay, and I think I I I, I didn't have a, I wasn't married and had no family yet. But did I remember. I think I, I remember getting around two two stacks back, around two thousand back. Like, and this was like mm-hmm. a Monday. By Friday of that next week, bro, I probably had like three hundred left, and I couldn't tell mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. what I spent it on. I couldn't mm-hmm. like, I couldn't tell you. Like, yeah. just blew through, you know, stuff here, stuff there. Maybe mm-hmm. doing more of stuff that I would normally cut myself off from doing because. I knew that I only had so much to spend because I had that extra cushion. I was like, oh, yeah, let's go do this. Let's go do this. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. I I couldn't, I could literally not remember everything I had spent. I just remember looking. I was like, how did I blow through $1,700 that quick? Right. And so I I really want to touch on that tonight because I think it's important that we do better. Um, we as adults, you know, we just do better. And I just felt like, you know, taking the opportunity to to get your expertise on a lot of this stuff would be beneficial. And it would be dope to hear some ideas and concepts that you came up with to uh, make your money work for you and keep it, you know, keep it longer than a week and a half. Because I know you ain't out here doing that. So um mm-hmm. What do you think as far as best course of action when you soon as the money, let's say I'm getting three or four stacks back and it, it hits the account. Let's say it hit the account tonight and I'm looking at it. What would you mm-hmm. advise me to do at first? If you were to get three or four stacks back. So, yeah. I mean, everybody's situation is different, right? And so mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, People call me the guru, the expert, and stuff like that. Yeah, you are. I'm not a guru <laughs> or expert by any stretch of the imagination. However, they call you, you know, Jay Ramsey I, out here in the streets, man. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <what they're calling. laughs> Jay Ramsey. <laughs> That's hilarious. But no, nah, um, I, I just, you know, I've I've had experience with dealing with, you know. Lump, getting lump sums of money back just like everybody else has and I had to learn very quickly how to kind of keep my 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 keep it under control as far as uh just going out and blowing it all at once right so mm-hmm. um like I said it depends on the person's situation I would definitely save um at least 75% of that Okay, so, so let me, let me, and I kind of put a broader question out there. So let me ask you this. And I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off. Um, would you advise, let's say I have a couple of debts. Um, mm-hmm. Let's say for the sake of this conversation, I have a th- $1,000 in my emergency fund. Let's say I got a stack put up for the emergency, the initial emergency fund. So You already, have, like prior to, prior to yes, get money back? Yes. Let's say I already got yeah. that put up. Let's say I, I'm the I'm the guy that I already have the thousand dollar emergency fund. I do have mm-hmm. about five or six list of debts, and mm-hmm. and then I have um I have let's say I have four credit cards here that I need to pay on mm-hmm. that are over fifty percent. What would you advise mm-hmm. that I take care of first? Would you Would you advise that I take take the um 
the route of knocking out these collections first, or mm-hmm. would you say pay off the credit cards first, or get them under you know get them under thirty percent first? Not not even pay them completely off. What, what would you what would you tackle first? What would you advise to tackle first? Yeah. So as a as a person who does credit repair, I would tackle the credit cards first, um, only because with the collections. You can kind of dispute those and see whether or not you really owe them at this point. Um, mm-hmm. So I would I would never initially pay off any collections. I would always do what's called debt validation, where it's you basically telling the collections agencies, okay, listen, um, you you guys say that I owe a debt. Okay, so prove it. You know, send me the send me the information that shows me that I owe debt. On, on this particular thing. If you can mm-hmm. show me valid proof, then cool. Let's let's work out some type of settlement or something like that. But until then, don't bother me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so I I wouldn't I wouldn't go for paying off any collections at that particular moment. But your your credit card situation, yeah, I would definitely try and get that down under thirty percent, if at all possible. Yeah. Um paying off any small debts is is going to be good for you um because hopefully when you pay off those debts you don't go back into debt with those same things, right? So if you pay off your your credit card, let's say you got a $400 balance on one of your credit cards, you pay that off and you let that credit card breathe for a little minute. You know what I mean? Like, don't put anything else on that credit card for for a while until your kind of your credit score kind of jumps up and balances out based on the fact that you're under thirty percent on that particular credit card. And then you do the same thing with the other credit cards as well. Now, I'm not saying I'm I'm not sitting here being Dave Ramsey and saying that um, you know, you have to pay you should pay all of your debt off all at once and don't have anything for yourself. I firmly believe in taking some money for yourself and having a little bit to spend and, and go crazy with. But at the same time, it's prioritizing. It's making sure that you have um, all of those things that you need to pay off in order so that you can make sure that they're paid off. But my whole thing is like, you take some of that, you save some of that first. Save some of the money first. Like if you get if if you get four grand back or whatever, let's just let's just take four grand. Mm-hmm. If you get four grand back, I don't. I'm not. I'm not mad at you for taking about a thousand of that and just spending spending it on what you want. But that other three grand, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that needs to go towards savings and whatever what whatever debt that you owe. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you on that, and and that makes sense to me. So, okay, let me throw another thing, and let me throw another iron in the fire. So, let's say we got this, we got the thousand saved up. You already said let's tackle each credit card first. Let's throw a car payment in there. Mm-hmm. Let's say, for the sake of this conversation, let's say we owe about owe about five thousand on my car, roughly. Mm-hmm. Well, about five thousand. Mm-hmm. Let's say mm-hmm. I get, I'm getting. Let's say I'm getting about four thousand back, four to five thousand back. Mm-hmm. 
do you say so once I take that so once I take that thousand like you said like you suggested okay you, you do something with that thousand take that take that other thousand and um whether you want to have a little money to, you know for you a little play money whatever mm-hmm. you still got you still working with about three thousand now mm-hmm. would you suggest putting another thousand on your car payment another additional thousand on your car payment or would you say push put pretty much all of that money towards that or at least 50 percent of what you have left towards your car payment um so for me the way that i would do it is Mm -hmm. if i got three thousand left in my car like so i put like i'm taking a thousand to spend right that's that's my money to spend right so i got Mm -hmm. 3000 left. Mm-hmm. Me personally, the way I would do it is put at least a thousand to two thousand on the car, the car note. That way I can get it paid down quicker. And this is assuming that you you don't have any other debt. You just you got five grand left on your car and you're trying to hurry up and pay it down. Right. Me, I would rather I would rather put, you know, maybe two grand and have three grand left and then, you know, pay that off that way. Um, mm-hmm. instead of putting the entire, um, 3000 down, um, I will maybe take like take and put three, I mean, I'm sorry, take and put two down on the car and then move another thou- that last thousand into my savings. Because okay. if you look, if you, if you really think about it, man, you know, everybody's talking about this $1,000 emergency fund and all of that. Mm-hmm. That $1,000 emergency fund ain't nothing. Yeah. Like, that's going to go quick if you really got an emergency. So right. you need to build that emergency fund up as much as possible. Right. Um, and I was just You speak- get up to 1000 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I know you're just speaking from a from a starting standpoint. but Okay. That a thousand dollar emergency fund, you need to build that up as much as possible. If you get a thousand dollars, cool. Now get to two thousand, then get the three, then get the four, then get the five, because you're going you're going to realize very quickly how how like five thousand dollars ain't a lot of money, especially if you lose your job and you can't find a job right away, and you got to take care of bills and expenses for a few months. That 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 five thousand dollars will be gone quickly. Right. So you got to build up. I mean, you you just got to get into the habit of saving, period. You know what I mean? So my whole thing is like you get that money back from your taxes. It's a, it's a large lump sum. Pay off some of your debt with it. Um, you could save some, save some, and then spend some. Like I'm, I'm fine with that. But off of that lump sum of money that you're getting back, I would be trying to create a cycle around – that whole thing where you've gotten a lump sum of money and so now you have a little bit of a cushion because you have you have savings now and you can do some things where you're you're working around that money and so maybe maybe you take you do something like you have three thousand dollars left right and you know if you are, you've already put a thousand into savings or whatever you spend in a thousand um Maybe you take that three thousand and then you pay off um you pay off you know some of your debt certain percentages of your debt then when you get paid, you try to match 
you know, whatever you have. So let's just say you you have three thousand, and I could, I mean, I could kind of show you better than I could tell you because it's not gonna. It would it would illustrate better, like if I had a whiteboard and I was doing this right. But let's just say mm-hmm. you have a debt that's two hundred fifty dollars, right? You have three thousand left that's in your main account. And so it's not necessarily in savings or anything. It's just sitting in your account. What I would try to do is take money from my paycheck and match that to pay off that particular debt. So like, so for instance, if you have a $250 debt, um, maybe I take 125 from my initial paycheck that I'm getting this mm-hmm. next Friday coming up, then I mm-hmm. take one twenty five from that three thousand, and I get rid of that debt. Okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean. And then then do that across the board with some of some of your other debts. That way, you're not entirely that that three thousand dollars that you have doesn't entirely get blown away in one one setting, right? Where you owe everybody. You you owe a bunch of debt and it, it totals up to three thousand and you're just basically clicking the button and your three thousand is going just like that. I wouldn't do it like that. I would work it a little bit slowly so that you're you you still have some money to work with over time. You're just matching it with the money that you you actually get from your income. Got you. So so and that makes and and I I, I love that you explain it that way because that that to me I think for people like me like that stuff makes sense to when you explain mm-hmm. it like that. Cause I like that you're saying that, okay, you have this money here, but you're still getting, if you're getting, you have a job and you're getting paid, use some of that money too. Don't just all right. of a sudden you got this money here. Just start taking, taking, taking from this, do what you're right. doing here and incorporate both, incorporate both pieces of finance. So now right. it's not like you're just depleting that, that, um, that refund. So no, Right. And then and then as you do that, yeah, as you do that, um, whatever is whatever you're not using from the lump sum of money that you got, Mm -hmm. just move that over into your savings. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because that way, because you're matching the money with the money that you're you're you have coming in from your actual income from your job or your second job or whatever the case is, Mm -hmm. um, you can move the the money that you got into savings and then build on top of that on top yeah. of that savings you know yeah. what i mean so yeah. and then i mean and it's just one of those things where when i'm telling you to save it's not save you know you're you're saving for a certain amount of security right and then when you get to a certain point after saving that's when you start going into investing and telling your money to work for you but you have to learn to save first. Like that's the part that that's the part that people I feel like don't really truly grasp or understand. You have to you have to save your money first. And you'll hear a lot of experts out there saying, "Oh, saving your money is, you know, you shouldn't save your money because um it it remains dormant and and you know, it's not doing anything but just sitting there and because of inflation and all of these other things, you need to tell your money to move so that it could work for you and end up being worth more. So all of that is correct. But these individuals that are telling you this have already figured out 
ways to save first. Right. That's the that's the thing that they're not that that I don't think that people are necessarily clear on. And then you know, so you got some people that out there that's like, oh, you don't have to save. You could just jump straight in and this. And I mean, I'm telling you, that was that is advanced types of you know securing the bag that these people have had practice with. Right. So I would not suggest the average person go out and try those me- methods. I think, you know, the rich dad, poor dad dude, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, he he is, um, he he's an expert at that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I don't think he always started off like that. No, and you know I think, I mean? and, and it's funny you say that because I, even some of the books that I've read on finance myself, um, mm-hmm. with guys that are, you know, have accumulated a lot of wealth and things of that nature, a lot of them initially still say the things that you're saying off top, like what you just said, which makes sense. Like you have to have an adequate amount of money saved first. Like the mm-hmm. ones that the one the ones that I've listened to that seem to make more sense that uh, that speak English to the point where they don't talk over you. Some mm-hmm. of the basic methods, like yeah, the investing, all of that stuff's cool, but you need to learn how to save and budget your money and all of that before you get into the and pay off some stuff before you out here trying to invest and do all this other stuff. Because if because right. a lot of the times you'll get in a situation to where if you are doing that backwards, what you'll be trying to do with that investing, um, a lot of times you're investing long term. But if you don't have stuff already put up, you'll be trying to go the route of waiting on that investment or trying to as soon as you as soon as it goes up a little bit, let's just use stocks and try to and try to get that money back out. And what that will do is you'll put you'll basically it's a penalty in regards to that as well. If you don't keep it in and I'm by no means no guru, but I know for I know in certain stocks that it's a penalty if you take the money out before a certain amount of time. And mm-hmm. then it's like now you're paying to take your money back out and you're not even getting your full amount back. And you could have gotten more if you had waited and not banked right. on this being your uh, being a source of income that you need now. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's basically like when you're investing, you're basically saying, I don't care if I gain or lose money with this. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put this here and see what it does. That's Let basically what investing is. Right. So you should not go into investing with a whole bunch of debt. Right. When you get out of debt, when you get out of your debt, your main debt, and I'm talking about credit cards, um, any types of personal loans, uh, any payday loans payday, or whatever that payday you owe. Loans, don't forget the payday loans, man. You know yeah, any any car notes <laughs> that you that you try and pay off and all of that. That's that's what I'm talking about. I ain't even necessarily talking about student loans because I know student mm-hmm. loans is a long haul for a lot of people. Yes, um, but take another make sure. That one. <laughs> <laughs> make sure I, I would definitely make sure that you got all of that other debt taken care of, all of those other installment loans taken care of before you even think about investing yes so um yeah so you know that's kind of where i am with that that whole thing um, okay so let me know. let me let me flip it like this okay now since we kind of talked about a little positive let me let me come at you and let's say i'm like uh and this was probably me when i was 22 so i'm using myself 
because he mm-hmm. he has yelled at me before in the past about me spending on stupid stuff. <laughs> so so let's say I come to him, I'm like, hey Jay, look man, I just got this refund back, bro. I you know mm-hmm. I know I gotta do this over here, but these Jays came out, man. The bronze is dropping. Uh, can I can I go ahead and spend four or five hundred on this? <laughs> like, what would you say to that person? Which is Justin probably 10, 15 years ago. What uh what would you say to what would you say to the person that immediately is going to just buy stuff? What would you tell that Listen, person? It, you absolutely can. It's your money. You could do whatever you want to do with it. However, mm-hmm. it's not wise. It's not the wisest decision that you ever gonna make. And yeah. I think later on down the line, you'll probably regret that. Yes. You know what I mean? So I take I, I give you an example. <laughs> give you give you a perfect example. I swear it now, this is this is a true story. So okay. before I started before I started Sapiens, like right before I started, as I was trying to get the business up and running, mm. I had offered to help a client out for free. Meaning, you know, I was gonna write the report form and all of that. Right. Um, for free, I said, "Listen, just since I'm getting started, just just give me the consultation fee, and then I'll mm-hmm. do everything else." Mm-hmm. So, did everything else. Um, well, they gave me the consultation fee, so we started the process, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, I was basically telling this person, "Hey, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna basically write out a report for you after you give me." you know, kind of your expenses, kind of what's going in, what's coming out. So you got to give me your income. You got to give me all of the income that you have and then everything that's going out the door. You know, I need to be a little bit, I I need to be kind of hands-on with what your bank account looks like, all of this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And so as I'm going through through the process and telling them what to do and kind of telling them what to cut back on and all of these different things, I start hearing a bunch of excuses about why that why they're not able to do this, why they're not able to do that. And you know me, man. Like once I start hearing the excuses, excuse after excuse after excuse, I'm like, oh, you, you, you're not really ready. Yeah, you're not really ready to 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 really do this. Right. Um, cause you you'll find a way if if you if you claim that you're broke and you see some J's come out or a new f- purse or whatever you into, you will find a way to get that money to go get that item. That's a fact. You won't make it you won't make any excuses for that. Right. At all. You'll figure it out. But as soon as I tell you to cut back on something or do something that you don't want to do, even if it's gonna benefit you in the long run. You don't want to do it, so you'll start making excuses and all of that, right? So that was the f- kind of the first phase. Then second phase was, um, you know, this person would like call me up and be like, "Yo, listen, I I know, you know, you told me not to do it, but it's these it's these kicks that I really like," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo, I'm like, yo, don't don't do it." Don't hey, do it. Disc- full disclaimer, real quick. This is not me. He's talking about. By the no, way. it's not. This is no. This yeah. is not. This, <laughs> this is not. He, he's been 
the real. He's talking. Right, it's not me. You know what I'm saying? This, this, is not Sims. this was an actual. This, time. this, this was time an actual. This was what. This was an actual client, uh, or potential client, whatever you want to call it, that I had mm-hmm. um, initially, right before the business, you know, officially jumped off, and so. He called me up, whatever. I was like, no, don't do it. Like, we we literally arguing. And mm-hmm. I'm telling this person why they should not purchase that item. Right? Mm-hmm. So they say, all right, you know, I, I get it. I get it. And so we hang up the phone or whatever. And so I get a text message maybe about a week or so later saying, yo, you're going to be mad at me. <laughs> And I know, and I know your response already because I know you well enough. He's not gonna be mad at you. I could, yeah, I could have I told mean, that person that. I'm like, he's not gonna be mad because yeah, finish the story. Yeah. We finish because at, at the end of the day, like you do what you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm not mad per se, but it, in my head, I'm kind of annoyed because it's like, why did you just go against what I told you not to do? This right. is a service. This is a service that you're paying for. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you what's best for you in the situation that you're in. So I was like, hey, listen, you know, so so we get on the phone. I was like, listen, um, I don't think it was wise. I told you not to do it. Um, but hey, if that's what you really wanted to do, then I, I don't. I don't have I really don't have any real problem with it. It's your money. You spend it how you. You you want to spend it. I'm only here to make suggestions to you and try to get you out of the situation that you're currently in and right. get you onto a better path so that the next time you see those types of things and you really want it, you can get it without having any guilt. Mm. Right? So um couple maybe a couple weeks later after they make that purchase, mm-hmm. they give me another phone call, say, Hey, listen. Um, yeah, I know you put me on this little system or whatever, but I'm not going to be able to make my car payment on time. Mm. You know what I mean? So as you can see, like I'm thinking in the back of my head, see, had you had that extra $200 Mm -hmm. or whatever, you could have made your car payment fine. Mm -hmm. But because you decided to do that and it was emotional, and it was like an impulse thing because, you know, this hot new item just came out. You had to have it. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you about to be late on your car payment. What was all that for? Right. What was all of it for? Because I'm trying to help you stay in line with your car payment so that your credit score doesn't get hurt because of mm-hmm. that. So now yeah. you about to have this late car payment and it's going to affect your credit score. Mm-hmm. And all of this other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, yeah. it, it. that was just, that was, it, it was crazy to me. But this wasn't is how the, people wasn't, think. Wasn't the best move. Yeah, no, it wasn't the best no, move. It wasn't no. the best move. All, all, you know, like, it's never the best move. Right. But this person decided to do that. And I really do think that this is how the, the, the majority of people think, whether, whether they want to admit it or not. Yeah, no, it's, I, and and I agree with you. I think that I, because I've been on that end before. Like you know, I, I thank God that I'm a lot better. Than, by no means perfect, but I'm a lot more cognizant of what I do now. 
And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, I think that I had to get over one. I probably heard you say it a thousand times or so it started to stick. And then once I started doing my own reading, as well as listening to stuff, you were really taking in what you're saying, as well as doing, you know, doing some research on my own. I, I stopped rationalizing certain spending. You know what I'm saying? Because in my head, I'm like, you know, I was taught certain things to like, well, you're not, you know, you might as well spend it. You're not going to be here forever. And just having that mindset. But it's like, okay, yeah, that's true. You're not going to be here forever, but you may be here for a while or you may need some of this. So it's it's that, you know, you have to learn how to um, rationalize the right stuff. Like instead of taking like like Jay was saying, instead of taking that 200 and buying those dope kicks, all right, go ahead and put that 200 up and follow follow your plan. And then if you want some shoes like that, maybe you don't get those kicks, but why don't you start, cre- create yourself another little side fund and put a little money to the side and then get something else when you can get it. You know what I'm saying? Because I think, right. and correct me if I'm wrong, would that be a better solution to that if you if you were trying to do something like that as well? See what you have a little bit left over and just put a little bit to the side and create your little small fund to purchase whatever you're trying to purchase so it doesn't, you're not taking that $200 hit off top and you're staying on track with your bills. But correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, I'm just... You know, I just, no, no. I mean, it's a that's a good that's one way to look at it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm all about. I mean, I've, I've had clients that have come to me and said, "Hey, listen, this don't make sense for me. I like to see it this way so that it mm-hmm. makes more sense." And I'm all I'm all about making it make sense for you, but keeping it in a space where we're still operating under the same principles as save first and then get it or don't get it at all. You know what I mean? So let's just say you in the habit of saving $150 a week, Mm -hmm. just whatever, whatever the case is, yo, I'm going to save $150 a week. Well, that's 600 a month. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Then you like, oh man, like I got 600 a month. And then you keep going with it. And then let's say after a year, um, you got seventy two hundred dollars sitting there, because if you're saving six hundred a month times twelve, that's seventy two hundred dollars. So that's well over your thousand dollar emergency fund, right? Right, right. So if you really want something, if you really want a pair of shoes to two hundred dollars, I don't mind you going and digging in your savings and getting those that pair of shoes or whatever. You got seventy two hundred dollars. Get it, yeah. but still be contributing to that savings fund like don't let it don't save a certain amount and then just stop just keep doing it like get into yeah. the habit of there, of doing it so what jay said what you're saying is to add and, I, and i'll cap it off here to ask you that question because i think you're leading up to it what you're saying mm-hmm. is never stop saving there's never enough you can never have no, enough think, in your savings. Uh, yeah no, I don't think you should ever stop saving. And then when you get to a point where you think that you're good saving, let's say you got $10,000 in your savings account, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Don't stop saving. Now, the money that you're saving on top of that, you start investing. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't sit up here and tell you what to invest in. I can't tell you what stocks to go and invest in. I can't tell you any of that because, number one, I'm not a financial advisor. And, you know, you got to remember, Sapiens is all about teaching you the basics of everything. 
And once you have the basics, you can build on top of that foundation however you want to build on it. But right. you have right, the right. fundamentals on how to start it, right? Yeah. But, you know, now you can go to an, an investing because it's just like, okay, I got 10 grand liquid, which basically means I got $10,000 at my access at any given point in time. I can go to the bank, pull some of this out. It's easy for me to get, right? Mm-hmm. Um, When you start investing, it's that's another level, but you also tie your money up mm-hmm. into other things. So like if you if you got stocks, if you trying to invest into real estate and stuff that stuff like that, now you're starting to tie your money up into different things, which is a good thing, but it's not always easy to get that money back or turn that money back into liquid. Right. It takes and a little what, bit more of a process. And that's what I was saying, too, because then you like, again, like what Jay is saying, it's a process as well as there are penalties involved when you start to get into those into that realm of stocks. And let's say you're trying you just say you hit a lick with one of them. And that's a rare because a lot of them, not, the, the turnaround is not like that. What I mean by the turnaround is if you are investing something that you may not you may not reap the benefit of you put a thought, let's say you just put a thousand in it's not like your money's going to go to 8,000. Now, there are times that certain things can happen like that, but that's not the norm where it could go to 8,000 right. within six months. And then you try to pull that right. money out because you just want it. You're going to get hit mm-hmm. with a fee and the penalties. So those yeah, are you things gonna, you, you gonna pay, Yeah, you put your money in stocks. If you put $100 in stocks, right, and for whatever reason, that stock that you bought one share in, overnight grows and now this this single a single share is worth ten thousand dollars well you just mm-hmm. made a ninety nine hundred dollar profit right mm-hmm. you can go get that money out but you're gonna pay taxes on it right you know what I mean so yeah. and I'm not I'm not mad at you for trying to get most of that money out if you want to pay the taxes right there that's cool I would probably right. do that just because Man, it's just like, ooh, that that stock might be really volatile. So let me try yeah. and get some of this money out, leave some money in, and then continue to see what it does over time. But at least right. I'll have some liquid right right there. You know what I mean? Now right. that's just my train of thought. You don't have to do it like that. You could you could leave it in there and the stock goes up to ten thousand but then drops to five thousand. See, but that's the risk you take when you invest in the stock market. Mm-hmm. It goes exactly up and right. down like that. So that's why you gotta kinda gotta ride that wave. That's that's why your Warren Buffett's of the world are so rich because he played the long game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like and he even said himself, you know, the problem is nobody wants to get rich slow. Right. They wanna they wanna get rich fast. So um, yeah, that's so that's the thing with that. Yeah. Now, that's what's up, man. So, yeah, now we're going to go ahead and I just want to cap this out, like recap some of this, and then we'll go into the Chop It Up segment. But I want to recap. So, basically, Jason, in order of importance, when you are when you get that refund check, order of importance, we would say, and, and you jump in and correct me, um, order of importance, we'll say credit cards first as far as um, paying on. is that Would that be the first thing? Off top, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's whatever, whatever your depends well, on the situation. Yeah, like current, 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 yeah, current debt. Take a look that, at, yeah. yeah, 
Take it. I would say my best my best advice would be take a look at what you owe, whether okay. it be you you in credit card debt, whether you got you know a couple grand left on your 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 car, whatever. Like whatever mm-hmm. debt that you're immediately in that you can immediately get out of, mm-hmm. um, that affects your credit report immediately. I would get mm-hmm. out of that debt. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm, you know, we looking at I'm mainly looking at your what what you owe as far as in loans, um, credit card debt and or car note type situation and seeing what you could pay off or pay down quickly. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. And that's also that's also a good motivator too, because if you you pay that off, then I think sometimes that can set your brain off into being like, all right, cool, I knocked that out. Let me see what else I can knock out. So that kind of could mm-hmm. be that that small win could, um, you know, it could make it could start something to where you're you're more cognizant of what you're doing and how you're spending, right. and then you know, it could be a, a dope chain reaction to where you just pay off everything and you get your stuff straight. So no, that's cool. So we, we're, we're just saying, man, when you get that refund and that, and that bank account's looking really nice. Cause you, you see a couple of extra zeros that you normally see, just think about sit down and think about the best way strategically to pay off the things that you need to pay off or the things that you can pay off. And don't forget to pay yourself and handle it accordingly. And don't forget to use the money that you have con- consistently coming in too. So yeah, that's facts. And again, if you need help, um, matter of fact, let's just go ahead and break to commercial real quick. Yes, sir. What up, everyone? I go by the name of Jay, the co-host of the Halfway Humble Podcast, and this message is brought to you by Sapiens. Sapiens is a personal budget and credit consulting company based out of Nashville, Tennessee, primarily focused on helping you get out of consumer debt and understand the basics of managing your finances. They also specialize in helping you create a personalized budget based on your income as well as credit education and repair. Now, Sapiens is not your typical budget and credit repair company. They work with you one-on-one to help determine the best strategy for you, suggesting new innovative ways to do so. Almost 80% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, but that doesn't mean that you have to be a part of that statistic. If you're interested in hearing more about their services, sign up for a consultation today at www.sapiens.biz. Keep in mind that this applies to anyone in the U.S. and Canada. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. And we're back. So yeah, man. I think um, I think that's pretty good, man. I think that's and I appreciate you uh, sharing your wisdom, man. I know uh, I, I you know there was a couple of things I want to talk about, but then it just hit me with all this tax stuff and and that being you know this is the time of the year that you, we see all those commercials with H and R Block and all these other things and everybody has yeah. tax stuff on the brain. I just thought it would be cool to kind of take a time out and talk about this because I feel like. It's something that I think we, we, we in general, but then we as a people, we tend to gravitate towards spending uh, on frivolous things, things that are going to depreciate and right. not and not take into account things we could actually pay off. 
and and get ourselves in a better position. So that's why I just kind of want to take time out. And it's even a good refresher for me because you know if I see if I see some extra zeros, I get excited too. So I'm not just it's not just for you guys benefit. It's to keep my mind trained because you know you you can get caught up easily looking at all those zeros and you're like man, I can go yeah. ahead and get. This I mean, thing my whole right thing here. is. My whole thing is everybody like to look at themselves as hustlers. Right. Everybody like to look at themselves as somebody who secures the bag and all of this other stuff. <laughs> the, the bag. And, <laughs> right. Right. Hashtag Bags will be bag. secured. Right. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is when you get that, when you get a tax return, if you're a hustler, you're supposed to be able to know how to flip that. And turn it mm-hmm. into something, something more than what you just got back, right? Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is, <laughs> at least, at least, at the very least, save the money, right? Because most most people aren't real hustlers like that, so they don't really know or understand how to flip that and turn it into something else. I'm just, I'm just calling a spade a spade, because mm-hmm. if that were the case, then people would have been been doing a lot better than what they are doing currently. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I'm saying I'm just saying save save a lot of that money, spend a little bit of it and then just be looking at ways on how to actually grow that money over time. Yeah. Not not on one of these like don't blow it on none of these seminars or nothing like that. They're saying, hey, we can get you, you know, you can make thousands of dollars within a couple of months and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It don't it, it almost never works like that you're gonna end up spending your money giving your money to that person who's the expert and they gonna make all the money and they may not even be there because me and jay went to a uh we'll, we'll we'll leave the name out of it of the one we went to that time because we know we we always looking for different hustles here me and my brother we we check out events here and there if we can if we you know we see something that could potentially be lucrative. So me, you know, I, I found a thing in me and I got, you know, I, I hollered at Jay about it. And we both went and it was, you know, he's speaking, he's speaking facts. Like we, we really went to a seminar that would, that centered around you, uh, maximizing your potential and your profits and doing all of this. But in order for you to do this, you got to pay us, Seven to eight thousand. How much was it, dog? It was a lot of money. That's all I know. Yeah, it was. It, it was something crazy. It, it was something yeah. crazy. And I was like, "Well, that was a great seminar speech and all of that. Won't be partaking in the program." But, but no, but but that's the thing. Like that's how they do. That's how. And I'm not saying that that whole thing does not work. But what right. I'm saying is, they get the money up front for their mm-hmm. expertise, there and you then go. you're stuck. You're stuck going in and trying to figure out how all of that stuff really works. And how it applies to you. Yeah, how it applies to your life. Not not saying that it's not any money in it or anything like that, but it's still a slow grind. And you just sat up there and spent thousands of dollars paying for this this extracurricular program within the seminar. So When, When you really could have found it in a book. Yeah, yeah. So just 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 figure out how to get it from that. Yeah, I mean, seriously, if you if you really want to do something with with your cash, I would say go buy books and read them. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, because that's the cheapest that's the cheapest way that you can get some ideas about other things, and mm-hmm. you're not out of uh, your your a whole bunch of money all at once. 
Yeah, and you don't even have to go to first hand. There's there's a bunch of I'm sure in your local areas, like even where I'm at, you know, right outside of Nashville, they have a lot of. Um, I take my son to the, you know, we go to the library and stuff like that. But I also I hit the secondhand bookstores up, and you know, you get books like I bought that Warren Buffett book that looks like a Bible. Um, I bought that book, the uh, the snowball, the de- uh, well, it's just called Snowball. The, Snowball, and, uh, and yeah. it was yeah and it was you know if you try to get that in stores it's gonna cost you like 20 bucks i got it for like five at the second hand yeah so that is the longest book ever in life yeah i still way. have yet to, I, i'm still gonna i'm gonna crack that in i'm i'm reading one I, I was reading one about the uh i think i mentioned it last time um and shout out to my boy shout out to our boy mt because we were i was actually just we were just uh, going, talk, texting back and forth about that the other day. He was checking on me about um, had I finished the book yet. And I told him I was reading it. It was the, um, where is it at? Bear with me here. It's, uh, yeah, Black Fortunes. And it's about the, the first, um, the story of the first six uh, African Americans who escaped slavery and became millionaires. And it's a dope book so far. That's what I'm, I'm currently reading that. So, um, and, and me and MT were talking about that book and just, uh, and that's a good motivator too. So some of these books that you can read can educate you. They can motivate you. Like this one is just a good motivator and, and historically it's dope. And, you know, I'm all about the history stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, but you learn about a lot of stuff, even by past stuff. Cause there were people that did more with less. So, in a time where things were not as equal as they are now. So with that being said, it goes back to what Jesus said, invest that money in books, invest that money in books that you can take, invest that money in knowledge to where you can acquire that knowledge and then apply it. And then you could potentially make more money and excuse me, by doing something that you may like, you know, or stumble upon. So Right. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm yeah. a, I'm an advocate of that. I'm I, I'm in total agreement with that. Yeah, the goal is not to be in the same situation that you were just in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You're always trying to improve. You should always be trying to improve your situation, especially financially. Um, you know, it's too many times that we sit back and we just say, "Okay, yeah, I'm gonna get my stuff together," and we never do it. It's just a thought yeah. that doesn't ever we we don't ever take any action on that particular thought, and then we wonder we sit up here and wonder why we're in the same place, why other people are passing us by financially. It's because they're actually taking action into doing certain things that allow them to move forward. So yeah. everybody got to get on that wave, man. I mean, if if you if you're comfortable where you're at, then I'm not talking to you. I'm only talking to people who really want to do something about their situation and really want to get better about it. Now, that's where the discipline part comes in because none of this stuff is easy. Mm-hmm. Simple concept, but it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Simple is not equal to easy. Mm-hmm. So. You, you really have to want to put the work in. It's just like anything else that you want to do and you want to be really good at. If you want to work out, if you want to lose weight, you go to the gym and you work out and you eat better. None of that is easy. I've done that 
before too. And a lot of times, all you want is a cheeseburger, and you just want to lay on the couch Ooh, and be yeah, fat. I'm doing, I'm you know doing what that mean? right. Yeah, I'm doing that right now, man. I'm sitting here yeah. I went to the gym today, and like it's just like like he said, it's a mindset. I, I physically, I know I have an idea in my head is what I want to look like this summer, what I want to feel yeah. like this summer. So in order to do that. You have to put that work in. That means going to, to the work gym. In. That means going to the gym after you get off work, yeah. and you then you know you may have to move some other things around. I enjoy playing with my son. I enjoy playing Xbox, so I go to the gym as soon as I get off work. Then I have time to go home, come back home, play a little bit with him before he has to go to bed. You know, watch a little show with my yeah. wife. I may I'll block off some time to make sure I do that. So. It's all yeah. about managing because you you make time for what you want to make time for, man. Bottom line, so yeah, you that's know. facts. And so that's what Sapiens is here for. Like we we here for the people that want to make time to change their situation and really want to put the put forth the effort. Um, you know, don't don't waste your time or mine if you plan to do otherwise. Like let's mm-hmm. just not even have the conversation. Right. You know what I mean? Like this is only for the people who really want to get after it and get it done and change their mindset towards saving money and whatever else they want to do with it. Yeah. That's what's up, man. I think that's a good way to end that part of it. Yes, sir. So all right. So now let's go ahead and move into the chop it up segment before we close out of here today and get up out of here. So, what about this? What what is this thing called? The coronavirus? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this not the craziest thing ever? All of a sudden, like it reminds me of uh, we're we gonna I'm I'm gonna date myself now. Um, you remember the there was the H one N one that was the thing at one point. It's like yeah. every ten to fifteen years we get like a new virus that comes up. Then there was. I remember there was a swine flu. That was, was a thing. Sweet. Bird flu, swine flu, flu <laughs> Ebola. Ebola. What else has there been? Uh, it was a little white powder that was coming in envelopes in the mail. Anthrax. Anthrax. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, yeah for y'all, for all you kitties that are listening to the show that are uh, uh, under a certain age, yeah, there was this thing called anthrax where they was putting like white powder in envelopes and supposedly, like, if you sniffed it, it'd kill you, right? Something like that. To that yeah, effect, like you that. opened it, yeah, yeah. Or, or it touched your, touched your skin, you die. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. was a thing too. Um, yeah, man. Like I, I think it's, I think it's important to be aware of that stuff. But I'll be feeling like they be. Every time you turn on the TV right now, it's like the news has everybody has this one subject matter. It's like, oh, we got to talk about this coronavirus, and then it's like, yeah. okay, like it's almost like beating a dead horse. Like, okay, we get it. There's something going on, but yeah. it's all we been talking about. It's all. It's all. That's why I'm like watching the news because it's always all doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, man, the news, the media can get on here and say whatever they want, and you know, the majority of people are going to believe it. Mm-hmm. Like that, literally. I mean, think about think about it like this, just because I want everybody who's listening to just think about it like this, and how much. The population depends on media to tell us 
what it is and what it ain't. So if CNN got on here right now and said that there was a a meteor the size of the United States headed towards the earth and it's expected to arrive by 5 p.m. on Saturday, Mm -hmm. everybody would be in a panic. Like people would be like, I mean, people, the broadcasters would be like, hey, you know, take cover, take shelter, get food, get water, because it's about to go down. How many people you think is going to be running out in the street in chaos? Because they thinking about their kids, their family, got to get to the store, got to get to an underground shelter, all of that. The majority of people are going to react and do something, try to do something about it, right? Right. Just just think about that for a second. Just really, really think about that for a second. They can say anything that they want to, and the majority of, of us are, are gonna believe it. That's just what it is. Like I don't I don't I don't want to hear no arguments about that. Look how many people watch the news and talking about the coronavirus and all of this stuff. Yeah. So it's not that I don't believe it. I definitely think something is going on, but to the extent that they're saying that is going on, I don't know if I believe that. Um, yeah, man. I, I just I think... find it strange. I just find it strange that all of a sudden, you know, you get you get these. Okay, like the the virus breaks out in China, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it can't. It's it's you get all of these messages from all of these everybody from the World Health Organization to um to everybody else saying hey brace yourself this is going to be a a pandemic it's mm-hmm. it's about to spread all over the place you know what i mean now how how come we didn't get that same type of message when severe acute respiratory syndrome was out or when ebola was out i mean you know it's some type of scare tactic or some type of fear factor that has to be in place because as soon as they said, oh, brace yourselves, it's, it's coming. It's, it's going to hit. It's only a matter of time before this hits everybody. And then all of a sudden you start hearing about little cases here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the coronavirus has finally hit the United States mm-hmm. or it's hit areas of Brazil or it's hit France or it's hit. And then everybody's canceling stuff. Oh, well, due to, to, to the coronavirus, you know, um, massive measures have been taken, like conferences and all of this stuff are being canceled now because of a virus that is basically the flu. Right. Yeah. Nah, man. Like, um, I mean, you're right. Like, I, and I just, I think, I think sometimes too, it's a scare tactic to to have you rely uh, more so on the government. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. to kind of like put you under that spell. So you have to be really careful with what you allow in your brain. And like Jay said, you watching all this stuff constantly, you know, you, you got to step away from that. You know, it's okay don't to be, be survived. Afraid. Don't be surprised if they come up with a vaccine quickly. Oh, they, they already like, got one. Hey, we've, we've come <laughs> up with a vaccine. Everybody right. stand in line to get it. Hey, listen! Don't get the vaccine. That's all I'm saying. Nah, nah, you don't. You don't please, need this. You don't need the vaccine. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. 
and that's yeah. a, that's so, a whole another thing. But yeah, no, nah, yeah, I just, I just, just crazy to me, man. Yeah, no, I do too. Like it's just crazy to me, man. Like I was literally coming up uh, upstairs to record with you, and then I was um, the TV was on, and my, my wife was watching the news because she tries to stay informed and stuff. But I seen like as soon as she like literally turned on the news to see what was going on, coronavirus is like plastered all over the screen. I was like, dude, they are they still talking about this? Like, I get yeah. it. We get it, but it's like it's the to- it's the hot topic. It's the hot topic of you know the week. You know, yeah. Or the, you know, I so got kind of- I got text messages from from people that uh, from people I used to work with saying that um there was somebody that they work with that came just came from overseas or whatever, mm-hmm. and they panicking because they were saying that. The person was saying that yeah, we we didn't get tested for coronavirus or anything like that, and so they're panicking now because they didn't get tested. Mm-hmm. And so you know that's yeah, that's right. crazy to me because it's just like man, you keep it's like I said, I don't. It's not that I don't think that something is going on, but I think that if you're keeping your immune system straight, the the way that you're supposed to and taking the right precautions, washing your hands, all of that other stuff, I think you'll be fine. Like, I don't think that this is, you know, anything to be, to to panic about. I mean, why ain't they putting flu still kill 30, you know, 30,000 people a year or however many people, however many people that it kills. Why, why is nobody, nobody's being quarantined because of that? Right. So, now you're man, right. it's, 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 it's on my face with that, man. Yeah, and that's just me. I'm not saying like maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not reacting enough. But hey, you know, I've been, I I feel like I've been around the block with this type of stuff long enough to know that, you know, as long as you don't live in fear, constant fear about stuff like this, then you'll be all right. You'll be all right, man. Yeah, don't don't let it. You know, it's one thing to be aware; it's another thing to be over consumed with the information to a point to where you're sitting here walking around with a white mask around your face and stuff because you think the next person to cough in your direction is going to give you the damn coronavirus. (laughs) If that's the case, walk around. Why we ain't walking around with masks all the other times from all of the other colds and diseases, airborne illnesses that's out there? I mean, if that's the case, you should do that walking into a, a, a kindergarten or a preschool Right, especially, especially, especially the mall when you go, you know how you go to the mall and you got that little section with the kids and they got that little play place where the kids can play and jump around with, they take their socks off. It's like a little play, like a little um, play area. You yeah. definitely, if you're going to wear a mask, that's where you need to wear a mask at because all them kids be looking kind of crazy. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's a whole I mean, how many thing. times... How many times? How many? How many of you? How many listeners have kids? And when your kids were real little, they bring back everything that they got from whatever daycare, whatever that they was at, and you end up getting sick right along with them. Oh man, I can you? I mean, so, you know the story. You heard me coming, yeah. me coughing and wheezing on the phone. So, <laughs> yeah. So so why ain't we taking them same precautions when we know? That you gonna get sick from from that type of thing? Yeah, because it's you know not I mean? it's not sensationalized like that. They don't that that yeah, it's of course not. not. And, yeah, 
apparently, you know, the coronavirus is a respiratory thing or whatever. But I was right. like, I thought that's what the cold was anyway. I exactly. thought that's what the flu was anyway. So, man, listen, man, I don't I don't really listen to CNN or nothing like that. You know, um, I'm, I am I listen to the no, local news sometimes to, mm-hmm. you know, be aware that there was a tornado coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know what nah, I mean? Like you're right, and I'm it's not... funny. Yeah, and it's funny, man. Like I, I know I go on Twitter. Sometimes I go on Twitter just to check some of the new stuff out too. Um, but I found myself too. I, I tend to look at the paper now a little more because I don't have to deal with personalities. I just get the information and then I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like I see why people read the paper because I used to wonder mm-hmm. that. I used to wonder as a kid. I see my dad read the paper all the time. Like he'd usually get a he'd get a coffee, donut, and a paper every morning. Mm-hmm. My dad was always and he'd get like maybe two papers because he always liked to be mm-hmm. a former like like the local stuff. Then he would read mm-hmm. like one like a national paper. But then that was it. He wouldn't sit there and watch the news all day. He may check in like you just said. He'd check in on the local news at night, maybe for a little bit. But mm-hmm. he wasn't overly consumed with the news. He was aware of what was going on. He read the papers in the morning, and then he may catch the news a little bit at night. And that's it. My mom, my mom was similar too. You know, she does the same, and she still does that. You know, she, she, her, her, and my pops, they, they still do that. And so I always, I always found that interesting. And I was like, and when I was younger, I was like. Why would you want to sit and read the paper when? But now I get it, I get it because mm-hmm. it's a lot of. And I'm not saying that the the newspapers are perfect by any stretch, but you get a lot less BS. It's just like here's the paper, here's the information. There's there's information that's valid, and there's opinionated information, and you you read it and you go on. But you you don't have to right. sit there and it's not all that extra stuff, man. It's not it's not that highly commercialized, publicized stuff because. Even the news, the news isn't what the news was 50, 60 years ago before we were here. You know what I'm saying? It was a different entity. Mm-hmm. They actually provided the news. It wasn't based off ratings and wasn't based off them seeing how, how their ratings are doing and all of that. It was strictly a company that, it was strictly a company that provided, just provided news. Like that was it. There was nothing mm-hmm. else, you know, in regards to it, but that changed mm. as the years went on and cable came into the picture and all of that. But right. Yeah, man. So I'm gonna go back and watch that episode of the Simpsons and see how this coronavirus thing ends. Cause <laughs> I ain't got time. Right. Yep. Because you know the Simpsons be predicting every everything. Man. Everything that's ever happened. The Simpsons has predicted. So Simpsons be on it, man. Yeah. And they be dropping. You know, that. I love. I love the systems because they Simpsons because they be dropping that uh that history game in there too. Like they'll drop them history gems in in the show. You be like, but you have to know the history to get some of the jokes, and it's funny because it's almost like yeah. an inside joke. So, nah, man, I love yeah. the Simpsons. Shout out to the Simpsons. Shout out to the Simpsons. Um, before we go, uh, my Lakers are still doing good. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, and that's cool. They got the Bucks and the Clippers up, so that's those fine. are going to be some interesting games. That's fine. We'll, we'll we'll take care of that. We'll take care of them. Yeah. Has the, have the Lakers won against the Clippers yet? Uh, we don't even talk. We don't even go into all of that. But I was just, I'm just asking because you I mean, know you're not gonna you're not gonna do this to me tonight. I'm gonna no no no, no no. I was just asking. I was I just little, wondering. 
Hey man, look, I had this cotton candy wine that we got when we was in Gatlinburg, and it's good. I'm gonna give you some, so maybe you'll relax. You ain't gonna. Uh, hey man, I'm relaxed. I'm I'm feeling I'm, good. I'm great, man. You're not gonna do this to me tonight. We I don't winning. know what I'm doing tonight. I just you said that, asked the simple question. You, no, but you know what you're doing, man. You start throwing them little I'm shots not. in the lake. You know, I'm you, not. You, you know, you know, you think you slick. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. <laughs> you think you slick. I just, I just asked a simple question. Oh man, man. what? Well, well, the Here simple the, the simple answer is we winning right now. That's the answer. That's not. That's not the question that that's I. That's the asked, answer. Though. No, that's the answer I'm giving you though. Yeah, see, this is why we gonna have problems. But it's it's cool. (laughs) We ain't gotta involve the people for this. Y'all heard that threat. You you heard the threat to be right. See that? Didn't didn't say anything anything close to a a threat. It was a threat, you know. But it's okay. We gonna work through it. We gonna work through it. As soon as we get this championship. (laughs) So so let's get this championship. We gonna work through it. Yeah. Clippers got something to say about that. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. He's not even a Clippers fan. He, he, he likes the Clippers. But, you know, yo, it's, it's, it's been real. He like the Clippers. No, 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 no. I, we, ain't I, cut, I, we ain't cut this off yet. Don't be, don't be, <laughs> no. Don't be doing that. <laughs> you're not going to do, you're not going to just, you're just going to throw a whole bunch of stuff out here and then just try to slide out the back door. You don't even like the Clippers. Yeah, you don't like hey, nothing man, about LA. What are, you, what are you doing? Clippers is cool. I I love the city of LA, man. <laughs> love the city. Clippers is cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Shout out I to really, those other guys. I really feel like he just trolls me. I, I like Clippers. Clippers have to have a good team this year. This just giving him more fuel to troll me because I'm a Lakers fan. He has, hey man, he ain't never I'm just like saying, man. So. Clippers is Clippers got some stiff competition over there, man. I'm just saying, don't sleep on them. That's all I'm saying. Man, I don't have any team. All of my favorites are gone. So thank God. I don't really that, have. But uh, them boys, them Boston boys is balling. They actually got they a nice one team. We did they beat them balling. the other night, but they balling. Yeah, man. they, they almost beat, beat y'all though. Yeah, we beat them though. They got beat. They yeah. Got beat. yeah. They, yeah. they, they they hooping though. They got some talent. They got some good young talent on that team, man. Yeah, they, they gonna know. do something. They gonna do something pretty real soon. Not this year, but they gonna do something real soon. We gonna you know much respect. Yeah, we we gonna see. We gonna see, man. So the the Lake Show Lake Show winning the championship this year, right? Oh man, that's facts, man. That's facts. Hundred percent. Facsimile all day long, man. Would you like to place a bet? Look, Friendly man. bet. Look, man. I do. We just. Hey, man. You just. I ain't got no reason. You just told me. That's cool. Like, listen. You you got (laughs) ancient. Your tax. Your your tax will be here. Your tax refund will be here by March, April time frame. Right. That's plenty of time. I mean, you worry about the wrong thing. To save, to allocate. (laughs) Plenty of time. (laughs) Plenty. Hey, it's the Sapiens way, man. That's plenty of time (laughs) to allocate those funds. Allocate uh, those funds, man. Place I'm that not, bet money to the side. Uh, and uh, I'm going to allocate something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to allocate something. Did y'all, did y'all hear that threat? Did y'all hear that threat? <laughs> that, that was a threat. That's a threat, ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> over here in my pockets. Nah, I'm not, hey. we ain't doing no. I, I ain't doing no best right now. What? what Why holler not? me in June. Holler at me in June. Why not though? Because I got. Why I got not? Stuff right now, look, man. We. But you. I mean, but I'm just saying. You, you. Your godson got baseball. I got to get him cleats and all this other stuff. Hey, well, and that's you. cool, man. You can. You can <laughs> handle that. You can handle that. That's you can handle that as well. You know what I mean? I'm just saying <laughs> that you're so confident. Oh, I'm confident like in your team. Let's just put that money up then. Oh well, you know, I'm not scared to. We already know that. Yeah, well, put the money up right now. You said the Lakers yeah. are going to win the championship. Lakers are gonna win it. We ain't putting no money yeah. in the podcast so, right now. We ain't doing so that. Right Let's, let's put that... Okay, well, we ain't got to put it up. Well, on the well, we'll put it like this. We'll revisit that when it gets a little closer to time. How about that? No, wait. Listen. I'm not, I'm not closing the door to it. I'm definitely not closing the door to it. Well, why Why we got to wait till it gets closer in time? Like you because said gotta, they win the championship. That is yeah, finite. You're right, but I got to make sure I get this other stuff paid. I'm trying to be financially responsible, Jay. That's what That's what the hell you do in safe means is teach you how to be... Oh, okay. <laughs> So, so I can't be responsible. Can I do that? Oh, okay. Well, no, you got me there. Okay. You got me there. Sapiens way. All right. Man, get off my bad. My bad. <laughs> get off my it is your bad. You and these hey, as long as you doing it the sapiens way, man. Uh, That's I can't even can't even say nothing about that. Can I get a sapiens polo or something? Y'all can y'all can y'all buy some more TVs for the halfway humble offices? You know what I'm saying? You the sponsor. Well, well right now we are uh, being financially <laughs> and uh, conserving, conserving, conserving our, uh, <laughs> our, our funds right now. So you know, we'll read we'll, we'll now. Now, what what I what a brother with a t shirt or a polo or a little bread, say his voice changed all up. Now he was talking about. Hey, I just uh, I just I just said we'll revisit that at a later time. We are. We are looking at uh, reallocating <laughs> funds into some different areas right now, so we are unable to you currently fulfill that request. You are definitely going to be at your, good at your new role if it got any BS in it, because you can definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is all facts over here, man. There you go. He's over here. Y'all heard him a second ago. We talked. He tried to the bed down. Hey, man. You know, we can bet whenever you want to bet stamps. I got it. I just spent five stacks, man. What you got, stamp? Y'all see how he low key stunning on me there? Because he, you know, I know he just. No, no, this is. No. I know how he. No, we're not going to go ahead. Hey, this has been the Halfway Humble Podcast. I know you. That's Jay Stamps. Hey, I'm Jay. No, 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 no. We ain't going to go. No, you ain't going to do that. <laughs> you ain't gonna do that. Hey man, look, we over time, man. Just hey, timekeeping for you. Hey, look, hey, look, man, you but you just kinda low key stunting. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know producers, can we can we fade this out? Hey man, I still got something to say here. Hey. <laughs> what man? What? What? Hey man, I'm just saying, dude, you you know. I know you got it. I understand it. We all trying to get to. No, I, I do not. No, I don't have it. So we gonna I get don't. there. I don't. Hey, so we, we revisit this bet thing when I when I get the you know we, we get this refund, man. Tell me zeros I got. Yeah, let's talk about this Wilder Tyson Fury three too. We, yeah, we, we, can, we can talk about we, we can talk about that. We'll definitely talk on that. Oh uh, yeah, bet you that. Know, I ain't got no problem with that. You know, what I'm saying I know you got it. But we, you know, oh my God. 
Hey, pray and pray. You get hope we go to pray for my brother, my brother Jay. He he's got some stuff in the works. He got a, a potential uh, employment opportunity that's on the rise. So you know, we we pray for him because he he yes, already sir. he already balling Appreciate out. That. He gonna he gonna nah. Nah, he gonna nah. <laughs> you gotta let me finish, man. <laughs> my brother got employment opportunity, so we gonna you know we we. Prayers up with him, you know. Y'all pray for my brother. He got, he got some stuff in the works, and uh, you know that's all. See, yeah, like I was gonna say something crazy. Yeah, uh, you you talking about balling out of control? I'm like, hey, hey, man. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, gotta take the lies out of it. You know, well, each is old. I know you don't call it balling because it's nothing to you, but it's balling to the rest. Uh, of you. So, oh my god! You continue to stun over there, man. I'm right there with you. I'm just going to hold the door open for Please you. Do. I ain't, I'm not ready. Yeah, okay. But anyway, on that yeah, note, we had, we had... Oh, you ready? <laughs> you ready? But anyway, um, on that note, we thank you again. This has been another episode of the Halfway Humble Podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed the knowledge. You know, a couple of gems my brother... Jay was dropping over there. Some fun we were, you know, some fun we were able to have at night. And we keeping it rolling, man. Every week. We ain't stopping. But yes, sir. Uh, I'm Jay Stamps. And that's money bag. Tell him about it, money bags. We, who, no, my my name is my name is Jay. <laughs> money making Jay. Go ahead. Oh my God. And we out, man. <laughs> we, we out. out. Hey, don't don't listen week. to anything. That stamps has said. <laughs> hey, y'all stay blessed. Time. Big money's over there. <sighs> you can go ahead and fade it out, man. Produce, y'all can fade yeah. it out. We done. He's oh, yeah. big money. Hey, man, don't don't tell the producers when to fade it out. That's my job. <laughs> he gets so aggressive, man. You, you think people that got money don't relax? I don't understand.